Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And today, Jordana is in the Pizza Hut struggle bus in Georgia. So it's just gonna be the two of us. <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, I feel like you can't just say Jordana's in the Pizza Hut struggle bus. No, it's bus. literally called that. <laughs> I know, but like. Oh, maybe. All right. I guess others don't. Okay. Yeah, the Pizza Hut struggle bus. <laughs> That's where she. <laughs> I did just like read that. <laughs> if everyone knows. Um, in. in uh, I think in Georgia, at the University of Georgia, mm-hmm. Jordana and Jared are doing a live you up show with Pizza Hut, sponsored by Pizza Hut, at the school. And um, it's like a meet and greet as well. And they're giving the podcast from the Pizza Hut struggle, struggle bus. bus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like at first when you said it, I was like, I heard it as if I've never, I didn't know what it was. And I was like, there to see No, you're right. Pizza you're right. <laughs> And I did just say it as if um, it's a widely known thing. It's a household name, the Pizza Hut struggle bus. Pizza Hut always does um, really cool brand, like really interesting campaigns. Like they're always like some, there's yeah. always like a physical element to it. Maybe it's because like they're a hut, you know, like you mm. gotta like be like, when you give a visual, like you're a hut, you know, you gotta, gotta get creative. Wait, speaking of funny creative things, yesterday I was in the city, I was walking down the street and I heard like blasting music and I'm like, what store is like throwing a party? And then I walked closer and I realized it was 7-Eleven. <laughs> they had like they had like a DJ and like they were handing out like special cookies. Like there was a guy, and then I realized there was a guy dressed as Cookie Monster. I was like, what company is partnering with 7-Eleven to throw this like outdoor like party? Bash. And it was just no, it was just like 7-Eleven cookies. <laughs> I was like, really appreciate the 7-Eleven hustle. Was it 7-Eleven's party? Yeah, it was just like 7-Eleven. Like, I don't know if that maybe that specific That one has a cool owner. (laughs) Basically, that one has a cool owner who wants to make it fun. Yeah. Wants to make it nice. Doing influencer marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so funny because so as we've been going to these liquor stores for faux pas, like some of them care about their social media presence. Very few of them. But like. One of the huge retailers in Texas called Specs, I think they're the biggest one, they are big on their social media and they were like, they posted this like happy 60th anniversary video that Jordana and I made for them. So I'm thinking like, I'm like, okay, some of these stores, like they really, they want to hustle. They want yeah. everyone to know that they are the hot store in town. And then some of them are just like, you know, we get a lot of foot traffic. It works for us. It's funny. What it kind of reminds me of is, you know, when some Ubers, like some drivers will like tr- like trick out their Uber and like make it a party Uber and add lights and shit. It's kind of like that. I love those. Uh, when I was in the Hamptons like last or two summers ago, one summer ago, we were out to dinner and like we're just going back home from dinner. Like just it was like a not a party night. And then this like right. crazy Uber bus comes to pick us up with like the crazy lights. And we're like, what the fuck? And it was like yeah. the most fun 10 minute ride home. <laughs> you know, it would be such a funny scene in a movie is like, okay, a girl is like on a date. She thinks this guy is going to like lock it down with her. She's he he doesn't. He doesn't respond pro- a prop, you know, as she hoped to her ultimatum. 
of, of sorts. She calls an Uber home. And she gets picked up by the party Uber. And she's just like so miserable in the back of the party Uber. Like how funny of a scene would that be? And the driver's like trying to talk to her. Or like trying to bump like stereo love. Like oh, this is a good yeah. And she's like sitting there crying, like texting her friend. That would be such a funny scene in the movie. No one steal it. I no one steal it. Oh, okay. Here's an update since we're doing updates. In this podcast, I think, or maybe it could just be back for seconds. Whatever, when we do these podcasts, I often come up with like ideas for movies books such yeah. i think a few weeks ago i said on this podcast probably with you that i wanted to do a book that was like the opposite hilaria and alec baldwin chapters yeah right okay well i've started writing i, I have eleven thousand words um i it's a lot out of like a 70 to eighty thousand word book i have not looked at a word count since college we'll get to that in a second so i've started writing i've deviated from the hilaria and alec thing and it has just completely change but it that was like the beginning of an idea now I have this whole idea um speaking of word count so I'm sending these pages to Alyssa our our like old agent and well maybe current agent I guess um and she's she's like um I send in a google doc she's like do you have microsoft word I'm like no of course I don't We have Microsoft Word as a company. You know that, right? I don't have it on my computer. I don't have it. And she, I was like, no, I don't use Microsoft Word. She goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> Haven't you written books? I'm like, yeah, well, I've got a new computer since then. <laughs> and I definitely don't use Microsoft Word. I just hate how long it takes to open. <laughs> That's what I fucking, I was like, you don't understand. Every time I have Microsoft Word on my computer, it ruins the computer. Like yeah. within a year, that computer can't be used because of how Microsoft Word, especially when you're writing a book, we're not just doing casual letter writing, you know, yeah. will ruin the... It, just casual letter writing. It doesn't... <laughs> whatever, we're not writing like... No, yeah, Photoshop, no offense to Microsoft. Photoshop hope, also you know, is really no bad. No, Photoshop, not... Well, you got to have the right computer for Photoshop. Like Photoshop doesn't... I have, I have a beast of a computer right now and it does not it takes a minute to open takes a minute to close a minute meaning like a second that's what i mean oh, okay but so um it does what it should do yeah it does what it should do meanwhile i'm so scared i have like ptsd you from have opening microsoft, microsoft? Word? no i'm I, I have ptsd from opening microsoft word documents i'm just so scared of like the rainbow wheel i'm gonna <laughs> send her this section because she was like laughing at me she's like she's like what's wrong with you? She's like, does Avi have Microsoft Word? I'm like, yeah, probably. And his computer is so slow. That's why I won't go near it. Like, yes, he ruins his computer by adding everything. You have to not, you have to have a clean comp. As few things as you possibly can and you got to delete. The thing about computers is laptops is that they, it has like the storage, but also like the memory, how much you're running at once. So if you're running multiple things that some computers can't handle it, some are not meant to it. But here's the thing, like, most people do need these things, do need Microsoft Word, apparently. Well, she- I-, I assume that Microsoft Word is like one of those, like, you know, standard applications that you don't need a beast of a computer to run, whereas Photoshop and any Adobe product, you do because it has a lot more functions than fucking, like, typing, grammar check, and clip art. Okay, like, you so- <laughs> would think that. You would think that, but... That, so that's why that's I just use like case. Google Docs. Right, that's not the case. I use Google Docs or Notes. My Notes app has everything I've ever thought written. Said. Yeah, watch us get hacked to the core. <laughs> why would you even suggest such a thing? Okay, let's go back to it. So yeah, so she's like, what's wrong? How do you not have Microsoft Word? I'm like, 
I don't want it. I, I don't need it. She's like, well, yeah. if you're going to get published, you're going to need it. And she just like thought it was the funniest thing. I'm like, why would I have Microsoft Word? Why would I have Microsoft Word? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Google Docs? What's wrong with Google Docs? It does the same exact thing. Because okay, it's online. Well. It's less safe. And whereas Microsoft Word is on your computer, less hackable. Okay, all right. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. All right, let's talk about other things. How was your weekend? What day is it? It's Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> the week, we're at the next weekend already. What was oh boy, last weekend? It's been a week. I've been like, I've been in a hole. I've been in a work hole. You've Literally, been in a work hole. I, I've been in a work hole. I'm just emerging. And um, I've heard that there's been so much going on in pop culture. And Sammy, you have been very intrigued, apparently, by these palace papers that came out. Oh, yeah. You know I love a royal tell-all. Tina Brown is Tina Brown's really, great. Tina Brown's literally, even like before this book, she was one of my career idols. Um, we've interviewed her on the set before many years ago. Really big fan. Um, I'm only on... Uh, the second chapter, I guess, which is like starting with the Camilla story. So mm -hmm. the way it goes is like in the beginning, she sets it up and she's like, right now the situation with the family is that they're very split. It was not like that before. And she's like going to explore each character in the family to talk about how they got to where they are. And I'm right now in the Camilla chapter and so, I mean, I haven't even gotten up to like the Megan stuff or Harry, but, you know, I've, I've read some like uh, previews of what will be said about them. Uh -huh. um, I haven't gotten there yet, but what I've been reading is mostly about Camilla and like my impression of her for so many years was so wrong. And you can really see just through that how the British press and the royal family are they have really so much power to drive like for decades let's say yeah it could last the impression of a person um what was your impression of her and what is your impression now i thought she was like the disgusting ugly mistress you know when i was younger when i was like a bitchy younger person um <laughs> i just thought she was like oh she was it's her fault that like Charles was so mean to Diana, who was a saint, and Diana was perfect. Right. Okay, in reality, Charles and Camilla were 
they were in love and they were yeah. in love the whole time. She was always his number one. He was not always her number one. She was at one point really like into her husband. That's what they portrayed in the show though, right? Didn't you watch yeah. The Crown? No, she, right, but we're not up to the part where she's like not into her husband anymore because her husband also cheated on her. Yeah, with with the sister. Import, yeah, important key background points. That was in the show. That Andrew Parker Bowles cheated. Oh, with uh, a- Anne. With Anne. Right. Yes. That would that happened. I read that last night. Yeah. It's also interesting to see like what was the show, what wasn't, and the show yeah. is, seems really pretty accurate. What I think is important to understand is that the royals don't cheat the way like we cheat or like we would cheat if we were to cheat. It <laughs> we don't cheat, but you know, it way the way the average person commits adultery. Okay. The royals don't do that. They It is agreed, it is understood that men will take mistresses and that m- women will sleep with other men. And sometimes the husbands of the mistresses like that the women are sleeping with some whoever they're sleeping with because it confers like a certain status within like that society that, you know, your wife is sleeping with the king, that kind of thing. So uh-huh. the whole world is like, oh, look how he betrayed Diana. She was so sad. But and he did like but the truth is like she was ill prepared for the fact that that was the norm. It was going to be right. the norm. She didn't know. She was really young. Yeah. And she came from a fucked up family like her grandmother. Her mother lost custody Diana. of her. Diana's mother lost custody of her and her siblings and her grandmother testified against her mother so that Mm. she the mother testified against her daughter so that she could like maintain her favor with the royal court because diana's father was more like in with those people when the press puts out stories i realize they put it out in the language of normal person so the normal person interprets these things by the standards that normal people live by rather than the standards that have existed for literally thousand, a thousand years that the that yeah they live in a, just a totally different world i think than uh they than, live in the monarchy <laughs> well you know what else is interesting we think about the royal family as like you know a mass of people and they all matter what this book also which tina brown makes clear in the book is that no one matters except for the queen Charles, William, and now George. Mm-hmm. Um, so in reality, like all the other people are like set dressing meant mm-hmm. to maintain the image of those like the heirs, yeah. like the actual monarch. The rest of them are not monarchs. They don't actually count. They're literally like props for the set of the monarch. Right. And I think that that is also sort of because most people or many people would think, oh, royals, like they must be so great. No, it actually fucking sucks. They can't make money. They also can't spend too much money because it's taxpayer money technically. And yeah. people care about that. And they aren't allowed to have jobs. And they aren't allowed to, you know, marry certain people. And it's really very rough. I mean, I mean, your basic needs are met. But emotionally... Right. Emotionally, you're literally stuck there unless you do what, you know, Harry did and then look what happened. So or the 
what's his name? The guy who was exiled because he abdicated. Abdicated guy. He seems he seemed like he was happy though. No, he was he was always like wanting to get a According job. To the show. He didn't have enough money. They they basically have right. to like move around and they become they're not allowed to have relevance outside right. of, of the royal family. So if you're not the if you're in the royal family and you are not the monarch or in line to be the monarch, yeah. You not only do not get to decide your own life, you have basically no autonomy. And you also don't matter in your own family. So it's safe to say that Prince Harry, what Prince Harry did is very brave. I think there's a lot of nuance to what Prince Harry did. I'm not, I I don't have like a full picture. Like he stands, he, he stood a, like a, for his own independence and just, and, and but it's also uh, like timing, like their social media and, you know, like he, there's more, there's more of an ability to tell his own story. Right. Out, especially with ties to the U.S. press versus like to get out of the U.K. press, you know? Totally. I mean, I think he – it's interesting because I, from my, like, perch of existence, see what they did as, like, very brave, you know? Yeah. I think that the details of maybe how it went about were – and I think this also goes back to what I was just saying. Like, we judge their affairs and whatever by the standards of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What he did, we're judging as brave by the standards of our life also. But by the standards of his life, I think it was actually, like, a pretty appalling move. Appalling. Appalling on, from the point of view of his family and, like, the thousands of years of sacrifice that, like, his ancestors have made. And I'm not saying I, like, think that that's... <laughs> You know, I don't give a fuck if there's a monarchy. Like, I don't think that I actually, if you ask me, should there be a monarchy? I would be like, no. (laughs) But, but I, it's very, it's interesting to just read it and take it in from another perspective or just to, I don't know. I find it fascinating to just fill in a bigger, a more clear picture of what happened there. Well, I, there, there's an article that, um, on town and country (laughs) that, um, has like the 10, most kind of fascinating details of Tina Brown's book. Also for context, Tina Brown, like she's been writing about the Royal family and princess Diana specifically for years and years and years. She has that. What's her, her famous book. What is that called? The Pal- Diana Chronicles. And Oh, and also the vanity fair diaries is also really good. Apparently well, vanity fair diaries is about her running yeah, vanity her. fair. That's right, right, why right. I love her. She like, didn't we meet her? Yeah, she, yeah, we she, met her. Okay. She, we met her, but also she, I interviewed her on the sub and she told me I was a good interviewer and I've been living off that compliment for five years. <laughs> She's still floating. And that's why she refuses to download Microsoft Word. Um, <laughs> no, but okay. In this, in this article about the 10 most surprising instances of the royal drama revealed in Brown's book, apparently this is one of the, this is number one, which I find funny, was okay. that. Queen Elizabeth was concerned Prince William was a brat and an out of control as a toddler. There are um, 
As Brown recounts, as a toddler, William has been a cause of concern to the queen when he showed signs of being a brat. She complained to her husband that her their grandson was out of control and needed a stricter nanny. She was not amused that he loved to say, when I am king, I'm going to make a new rule that... Wait, Brown also reveals a telling anecdote about his entitlement with regards to his nanny, Barbara Barnes. Brown writes, by the time he was four, he had the unattractive habit of yapping at his nanny, Barbara Barnes. No one tells me what to do. When I am king, I will have you punished. <laughs> this is Prince William. Can you, I, you can picture it. And it's also so funny because you can picture like George, like the, now Doing this like too. caricature yeah. of George, right? Like by Gary yeah. Gennetti so and funny. like in his robe, like doing the exact same shit. Right. The, what, what else? What the other thing, the other thing that has come through regarding the queen, and this also comes through on the crown, is that the queen is like unflappable. The queen, as much as she's like, you know, I'm sure the woman has her flaws. Yeah. She really has constantly sacrificed everything so that this monarchy survives. And like, right. again, whether or not you believe in the monarchy, like there is something to that. And to being this like stoic, self-sacrificing person who is willing to like put yourself second, even though you are the monarch, because ultimately you have to make decisions for the sake of not just you, but those years and for it to continue, those years behind you and for it to continue. And she made a lot of decisions that I can't imagine are like easy decisions to make about one's own family. Right. Um, what are the other things that sound interesting to you? Um, okay. Obviously, there's shit about Prince Andrew being the worst. Um, yeah, there's. Dick. I think he is like. Well, no, he's beyond. He's like. He's beyond. Um, yeah. Uh, allegedly. But um, apparent, one of the numbers says, one of the headlines says, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have a, quote, mutual addiction to drama. Brown yes. paints the Sussexes as a dramatic duo. She writes, so why didn't Harry help navigate palace culture for his future wife? He didn't want to. Their new complicity required Meghan to fight all of the norms he had kicked against for so long. She was now his comrade in arms. An aide described their confrontational stance to me as a mutual addiction to drama. It's I don't know how true this is all like this person told me this, but that's one of the things. And then one of the things is Brown reveals why the Fab Four, a.k.a. Harry K. William, Megan, I don't know why I did it in that order, but why, why Fab Four only made one official charity appearance together, which is actually very interesting. Right, because you would think those four, and I thought when that, that yeah. happened that those four were going to be like the stars. Speaking yeah. to the mutual addiction to drama, this is this is one of the reasons why I've always had like a bit of a struggle, like analyzing the Harry and Megan, mm -hmm. eg you know, exit. Because regardless of how brave it like probably it is for Harry to do that. And I do believe that Megan like suffered her fair amount of. Yeah. Of. I believe totally. It, what she says she experienced. I believe that. At the same time, I also believe that they, the two of them are probably very hot headed people, dramatic, sort of like self-centered people. And I'm sure that they just like were not the most conciliatory either. Like, but I do believe that what they're mad about happening to them really did yeah. happen. But I'm sure they weren't like, yeah, like, let's make it better, you know? Mm -hmm. And that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure they, like, hyped each other up. And it just, you can kind of picture how it went down, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't picture it. 
Like I can't actually picture it because anytime, again, I'm picturing it from my own standards of like what I've ever experienced in my life or what I've seen on television, but still none of that is necessarily reality. But I really like that the crown Crown feels more real, like more realistic to what happened and that they're really like, they try to stick to or like try to paint the, the uh, an accurate-ish picture. So apparently they liked the crown and now they're like not liking it so much because we're getting to Diana. So they're like, yeah. Ooh, we don't really want to like, we don't want to go back there. But anyway, I'm excited to see what else you find in the book. And I'm going to keep highlighting and putting it on my Instagram story because uh, it's fun. And there's so many interesting, oh, it's so fascinating. I'm like so grateful that I have this book. Like I love the feeling of having a book that I'm so pumped to read and it's not like a fiction book where I need to find out what happened. Like I don't like ravenously need to get to the end. Like I know yeah. it, I'm not like, oh, what's next? Like I just get to right. like, read it's just all an the it's You're being present. Yeah. You're staying present in the book. We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches listen we all know that scratchy pjs can make a cranky kid i want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning and that's why i snuggle them up in little sleepies little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo pjs that moms rave about I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepies Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. This wasn't even planned, but it just happened last night. Or it didn't happen just last night, but it it was revealed what 
the explanation what of what happened last happened. night. <laughs> what happened last night? <laughs> okay, like Olivia Wilde was on stage for CinemaCon, which I don't really know what it is. <laughs> Another con. <laughs> Another con. And she was handed an envelope, like a, a manila envelope that said like personal confidential on it. And she was like, this is for me. Like, is this an anthrax? <laughs> yeah, like same. That's my first thought. Um, and so, so some people speculated it was some script or this was like staged. But then, so this is what happened last night. It was revealed that it was Jason Sudeikis suing her for custody of their kids and then so i which is really insane i mean it's like petty as fuck but then i read later that jason jake had no idea that this law firm was going to serve that in that moment why do they i mean uh, like according to what he said you know you know what i actually think that the law firm did it so that it would be written about <laughs> yeah they took it they, they took advantage of the yeah. of, of the situation that's, so if, that's not right that's not that can't that has to be like uh, illegal no it's not you can serve anyone anywhere and the reason you're supposed to surprise quote unquote the person is because they have to accept it for the like lawsuit to go through and if the person can't if you can't serve the person no no, no i know but i'm not saying it's le it's illegal in terms of like that she was surprised i mean like if you're saying that their motive was for exposure of their law firm <laughs> no not for their law firm i think oh. the motive was for exposure like to just make her look like unsavory well for everybody to know that it happened right and it just doesn't look great like it does not it's making me really question and your brain goes to like oh prince not prince harry harry styles <laughs> prince harry Although I really like Olivia Wilde came on our podcast and I really I liked will, her. I will be forever grateful for that moment. She was so nice and fun. And Booksmart was such a good movie, but I once saw her and Jason Sudeikis on a date at the Whitney. Well, I was on a date at the Whitney. <laughs> I once saw them walking down the street <laughs> um, in West Village. I heard she did Parker commercials in Japan. Could you have ever imagined when you ran into them years ago that you would one day be talking about how she got spontaneously served um on a podcast no i thought you were gonna say that if i one day saw them that i would know that i would meet her one day in our office and she we would talk oh, no, to I her that to me is more interesting <laughs> personally could you have ever known well here's the thing at the time i didn't even know there was i didn't even know what a podcast was so i couldn't have imagined well, right yeah crazy it's great it's it's very interesting because they uh, when they were together they seemed like such a great it's so it's it's wild how like nothing is as it seems well it's not necessarily like maybe they were great and then they like weren't or maybe they were great sometimes and other times not great and then they but weren't so great. much so then that they broke up and but I, I would never think that she would date harry styles and you would also never like all of these things that happen like jason sudeikis goes and makes like a top show like yeah, I mean, with Mumford and Sons, like this is my dream. <laughs> it's just, it's just wild, the whole thing, right? Alien, what could happen to us? Oh God, just, well, I'm sure there will be good and bad things happening in our lives. Yeah, well, I just we're talking about something negative, but there's there's also positive. Like we also, she also came on our podcast. <laughs> That's her best highlight of her career. <laughs> no, but I'm saying for us, like I'm just saying, like. 
She also is dating Harry Styles. Look how amazing her life is. Jason Sudeikis goes on and makes an Emmy-winning show, and she went on the app as his podcast. She's dating Harry Styles. That's not. I'm I'm saying for us. I'm saying for us. We got to have her and Harry. She got to date Harry Styles. I'm joking. I'm joking. But either way, I just can't believe that that happened. Like that is some petty ass shit. Again, the lawyers. The lawyers, the man. Lawyers. I think maybe it makes sense because, like, they're catching a cel- they don't know when to catch a celebrity, and this was like to catch a celebrity. <laughs> to catch a celebrity. <laughs> you know, what it's a new day lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That is. <laughs> Wait, but you know what I mean? Like, you don't know where she's gonna be, like whether she's taking walks or when, or when she's going Most here get or there. In their homes, their offices. But maybe or- she has a lot of security. Like, it's hard to get into her home. You know, maybe her. You know, you know what I'm saying? And maybe they, she, they should have gotten her that the best. And office. they knew she. <laughs> they knew she was going to be doing CinemaCon. So, and they thought, like, oh, great. Why not great. do it backstage? Why not do it on the way in? They couldn't get backstage tickets. They could get on stage? <laughs> no, they were on stage. I think it was below the stage. Like they were seated. And I think and they're he like, here, here's your painted it. Yeah. That's what I think I think happened. That's what okay. I read as it was described, unless I misunderstood. But I, I'm still surprised. How could you how could the audience reach the talent? <laughs> she bent down. <laughs> Why would she? Do we really need to speak to the logistics? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not accepting any envelopes. Never, like, never give me an envelope. <laughs> um, <laughs> to catch a celebrity, that would be <laughs> such a funny show. Like, a whole show where it's like you just have to, like, <laughs> catch, catch a celebrity and hand them an envelope. That's literally the um, paparazzi's job. But they don't hand them an envelope. And it's not televised. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket jean jacket from Lee 
and I got their button down, I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Speaking of other celebrities, we need should we talk about Black China? Yeah, what is happening with that trial? There's a lot of trials happening. There's a lot of defamation trials with like, abuse where the woman is not seeming that great in the public eye right. speaking of amber heard and um black china specifically like there's all these stories coming out against black china what, what's happening is that black china suing um chris Gracious. kim chloe and kylie for getting their her second season, How did Kendall and Courtney get out of this. <laughs> they <laughs> weren't involved because they're the least involved sisters. Well, they weren't involved, and they they just weren't like involved in they don't getting give a shit. anything to happen. They're just like least believable that <laughs> they did anything. Which is believable, yeah. So basically, she's saying that she lost out on all of this potential millions of dollars if the second season went on and for millions of dollars from the show and for future deals blah 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 saying that that family that family those people in the family had it canceled like they they manipulated it and had it canceled and they're saying no we don't have the power to have it canceled and like we don't own E, we don't have the power to hang out. That said, though, you were extremely abusive to him, and we didn't want to film with you. That's what Kim said. Like I didn't want to film with you. It's a toxic workplace, and I was afraid for Rob. And I can choose who I want to film with, but I can't tell them if they if they want to film you or not. And I could also like picture Kim speaking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way that she like speaks. But um, all these like Corey Gamble was sharing a st- story about how like. She threw a chair at him, allegedly, and then she threw a chair at the car because she was still pissed. Chloe recounts, allegedly, that she wrapped an an iPhone wire around his neck. That's not all. Held a gun to his head and then later said she was, she admitted to that and said she was joking. Well, no. Okay. So, like, all of that stuff is also coming to light again. It's really fucked up. And it's just... I have a question. Uh, yeah. I Can't all those things be true and then they also did get her show canceled? I think they're, what they're saying is that like it doesn't fucking matter that the show is canceled. You don't want to... This person is abusing our brother right. and we're justified in doing anything we wanted to do. But that right. said, we didn't do anything. <laughs> right. right. Like those right. two things are can be also true. But like 
Why are you? Why would you want to give her a show anyway? There's, it's not defamation. She did all these things. She's saying she's joking. That's still not. She still did them. Right. And right. blah 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 blah. I mean, joking is ridiculous. Like that's ridiculous. What is interesting, like about these these two stories, is that yes, you have women, two women who are being portrayed as sort of like the the center of the abuse, but then you note that these relationships are not, you know, are not one way streets. Right. And I think that those are both pretty clear. So like, I don't even know what you do in those cases. Like what is the, what what are you trying to accomplish? Like, okay. In my eyes, like these are two people engaged in abusive relationships and like they're, they're, they're involving the legal system for adjacent reasons. But that's what they're suing for. They're not suing for abuse. They're suing for defamation for their career. And Johnny right. Depp and and Black China also <laughs> thinks that she like lost out on a lot of money. I I Johnny Depp says that he was really dropped, like Disney dropped him. But like the thing that is fascinating about the Johnny Depp trial is that like he's an actor and he is getting like his way the way that he's sort of making fun of all of it but not really disrespectfully is is changing like the public's view of the whole thing is making him like this is a public trial now right yeah and making him see like everyone's now saying justice for johnny justice for johnny so even if he does lose this suit i think the the public his reputation is restored it's not restored. It's just less bad. Well, restored in the sense that I don't think that people are like, get him in a show, get him in a movie. Like, okay, like, like those people are that, those are like the people who are like, like defending that like Will Smith should have slapped Chris Rock. Like there's always going to be people. No, no, no. It's, it's a literally, it, it's not those people. That's like a, that's not a majority opinion. I'm feeling a sentiment of the majority of people are saying, and mostly men, actually, mostly men on Instagram that, but it's they're loud everyone. and, but, okay, but, yeah. but they're loud and their opinion is sometimes more influential. But it doesn't help that Amber Heard's lawyer is a complete joke. And there's this like, there is this thing circulating where he objected himself. And it's just like, he goes, he asks a question and he goes, I object. And then the guy who's taking the stand, he's like, what? But, and he goes, and he goes, but you asked the question. (laughs) And it's just like, liar liar <laughs> or like <laughs> or like or like um i saw the tiktok where it's just like liar liar but it's also like in my cousin Vinny when the, like that right. that public defender was just like such a bad bad lawyer that was hilarious it's just become this like farce it's become a yes. joke it's fascinating to me how all of these things are happening at the same time you know <laughs> i i agree with you i think it's interesting that you think it's like the people that there's like this huge wave of like justice for Johnny because I know that exists, but like there's a huge wave of a lot of shit. And like, I do not feel that that is like, I understand that that is a, a big rallying cry, but I don't think it has like, let's say the critical mass that free Britney had. Oh, you no. know, but I think there's something that's like a little bit trollish in the justice for Johnny movement because like clearly these two people, he's not, 
blameless in this. Like, totally. come on. Like, like, before you hashtag justice for someone, they need to be somebody who, like, really missed out on some justice. And I just don't feel that that is, like, what I'm coming out of about this with him. I'm coming out. I'm coming out of these being, like, all these people suck. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that the trial is not over. He just, right? Amber hasn't taken a stand, right? right? I don't think they've told her side yet. And right. he, it's really been him responding to this fucking lawyer, but also like sharing stories, like recorded stories of abuse by Amber, like where she shat in the bed or next to the bed and hurt his finger. Who, who cut off, she cut off his finger, right? Yeah. And so I also saw on Instagram or TikTok that like there was, um, she there was like some Dakota Johnson like super fan (laughs) who like knows who has all of her footage memorized found this like video of her and Johnny like I guess they were like uh judging something I don't know what it was or no 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 they were there oh they were doing press for a movie that they were in together and and she like notes his finger and he like makes a joke and then yeah. they like and then she like brushes it off and then like continues to stare at it like What's really concerned joke? doesn't yeah. matter like you couldn't hear what he he just like laughed okay. it off yeah and then she just continues to stare at it really concerned as if like this does not look like it was just what like you said. know you slammed my finger in a cabinet door or whatever you know it's just it's like all this shit that's circulating around the case is right. and all this celebrityness and then on top of that, Elon Musk was like supposed to come, but he's not taking the stand anymore. Good. And then also like connection to like Elon Musk buying Twitter, like all of this shit is just happening at the same time. <laughs> There's no longer like celebrity news and like, you know, business news. It's all just sort of everyone's in the whole same thing. Everyone's in the news. Yeah. It's just, just the, the news. news. <laughs> yeah. It's just new. It's just new. Plural new things that are new. The news. Yeah, things that are new. Multiple things. We've had this conversation before. We've not. This is not unless it was like in 2011. I think it was a while ago. (laughs) Well, we were like coasting in our neighborhood. Um, (laughs) Are you watching any TV this week? Um, no, not really. (laughs) Great chat. Okay, (laughs) what about you? What about you? (laughs) I love. I'm. I'm really loving keeping up with the Kardashians. I know you can't can't watch it because you can't get your Hulu. What's wrong with it? I don't fucking know when I go to it, just like an error has happened. And like, I just give up and I do a new thing. <laughs> there was something I was going to watch last night. Um, and then I didn't. I, I started um, watching The Flight Attendant season two. Yeah. What do you think? It's it's good. It's a little um too an- anxiety inducing for me. Yeah, but it's too much for me. She's just kind of like always frazzled and just like it's too much for me sometimes. It has a bit of like an uncut gems vibe to it. I'm not jobs. <laughs> um, I miss Julia Fox. <laughs> she's around. Um, she's around. Avi has been obsessed with watching Star Wars every night. I literally. <laughs> what is he watching? I don't know. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. I, like I fucking know. It's all You've just You've never on. watched Star Wars? Never. Is he watching like the Marvel shows? I don't know what he's watching. It's just Oh my odd. God. Like this information, I've I've watched all of it too. I just like no, I just know it's like. Dun, 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 dun. Are you sure he's not watching? Oh, he's watching Star Wars, not Moon Knight. No, my it's Marvel. Definitely not. It's definitely Star Wars. Like a hundred. That I'm certain of. <laughs> um, 
Okay, Rusty has already is is very excited about the multiverse movie, Doctor Strange, and I'm going to see that now. Oh, which that's I'm cool. kind of excited for. I love Marvel. I will say while we were watching Star Wars, the meme came up. Like the Natalie Portman meme. Like he was what like, Sam, mean? look up. You know the meme that's like, You're gonna something, right? And then she like panics more. Oh, oh, where where she has the headband on? Yeah, she has the headband on. So Avi's like Look up, look up, it's him. Oh, so he's watching like episodes one through. How do you know um, that? Because it's like the early ones where with Hayden Christensen is Darth Vader. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Natalie Portman's also in Thor and there are these, pic- there, this new Thor movie's coming out too and they're filming it and they showed, pic- they found pictures of her and she got jacked. Like her arms are jacked and it's pretty crazy. She looks like, Maybe she's going to be like throwing. Anyway, this is like the wrong podcast. I need to have this conversation with Sean. It's been an hour also. I know. Should we we go? I think we can go. go. I think we could go. Should we ask people to review? Please review. I'm so bad at asking. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. In this economy? Everyone leave us a review if you like the show. If you don't, just send us a strongly worded email. And we'd love to hear your thoughts in an email form. Um. Yes, you can email us betches at betches.com. And if you want to leave a review, if you love this show, if you're having fun with us, um, leave a review, please, on Apple Podcasts. You just do a little five stars and you just put in your thing. Because remember, it's not just me, Sammy Jordana, doing the show. We have a whole team behind us working on the show, making our outlines, researching stories, producing, editing. Helping prep us. Exactly. These produ- these reviews are not just for us. It's for our whole team. And it we'd really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening. We love you. And that is it for this week's At Betches Podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. I'm at Sammy. And Jordana's at Jordana Abraham. And she'll be back next week. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches Podcast. Bye. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.